And now, live from the studios of Freedom's Phoenix, Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Declare your independence. It is uh, Wednesday, the 13th of January, 2021. Oh, yay. All right. Well, here we have tomorrow. Let's go and give you who we got on. Uh, we have Tempachote Liberty Advisor coming on, Dr. Judy Mikovits in the third hour. I'm sure we'll go along. And uh, James Corbett and I, uh, the first show of the year, uh, we do generally weekly on Wednesdays. And uh, James Corbett, lots to talk about. Big thing uh, tonight is going to be on solutions. Uh, he's he's focused on that, as are we, so we're going to you know, talk about it. Uh, Gerald Salente, tomorrow, Future Trends, Trends Journal. It's going to be future predictions up. We'll see what's up there. Charles Goyette, you know, uh, New York Times bestselling author and good friend. He also did um, the voiceovers and some of the presentation for liveandletlive.org for Mark Victor. We did a, a full showdown that took the bus over to his law practice in Chandler yesterday and had him explain it to us. So uh, Charles involved in that. We'll talk about that. And then Frank Tambury, Trump report, Trump report. Man, I don't know. Are we going to keep doing Trump report? Probably not. We might do something else. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Tomorrow, Frank Tambury, Trump report with? Charles Goyette, too. Oh, that'll be interesting. Uh, Friday, first hour, Robert Michael, a private estate trust. He's a guy that's in on, on the telegram, you know, going on private trust, private, private, and uh, legal fiction of, and kind of fill out the right paperwork in the process of being free and stuff. I've heard this a gazillion times. All right, all right, all right. Fine, you know, save it. Just come on the show. Explain it all to us and see where you're different. We'll find out. Okay, we'll get it. We'll get it going. If uh, he's got some extra goody stuff, we'll do some more show. But in the second hour tomorrow, uh, Friday, James Bovard, James Bovard is a uh, New York Times bestselling author, and, you know, he writes uh, all over the Internet. USA Today gets a lot of stuff in there, and he tells me, he goes, hey, Ernie, it's in USA Today. You know, pimp that one. So I will. You know, he has a lot to say about a lot of things. Stuart Rhodes. Stuart Rhodes, Oath Keepers. Uh, Friday, third hour. Whoa, what might he have to say? I mean, it was, uh, I'll hook you guys up. Giving you a really good shows this week because we may be repeating some next week as we're doing some work. We got a lot of stuff to do, so we're going to take some days off. Now, uh, uh, Tim Pachote, um, crypto has gone stupid. You know, it's gone stupid. You look at your wallet and you go, "Damn, it's gone stupid." I should uh, should I sell now or uh, I, yeah, I just keep it? I you know I don't care. Now, some of them that I have selected that I knew had a future, they've gone stupid, and I'm going, "Okay, well, I mean, I don't have like a gazillion dollars in crypto, but it's it's better to." you know, uh, have some to not. Well, Tim Pachote, that was what he did. When uh, we were talking about the last time Bitcoin shot up to 20,000, we had you know, some friends are going, damn, and I had some sitting here, I, what am I supposed to do now? You know, we're at that time, you know, Tim gave a presentation in Narcopoco, and he goes, remember last year, you know, you're worried you didn't have enough money, and now you're worried you have too much. How do you deal with it? Where do you put it? What? So now, Tim, that we've gone through this process, crypto has shot up to the moon. Um, uh, are you busier? People happy? You know, do they need your help for the getting legitimized? Do they even need to be legitimized? Did they do it out in the open? They didn't know it. They went on, you know, some Coinbase or something, and now the IRS is sending them letters. Are They, they need to call Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. All right. 
Tell me everything, crypto, what you're doing, stock market, go. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Obviously, a uh, lot's going on since the last time I've been on the show, and you got, it sounds like you got a star-studded lineup of guests coming up. So once they get past me, you got some uh, super interesting guests. But we've got, with crypto, I mean, I think the last time I was on the show, it was probably like 18,000. So, I mean, and it was only like, you know, two and a half, three weeks ago. So it's just <laughs> absolutely crazy right now. Like, where are we at right now? 34 Thirty-four-two. So, it's uh, you know, it's exciting times. I mean, long term, I'm super bullish on what's going to be going on. Just from the standpoint that you've got, I mean, I think what went on with the Fed and, and central banks last year, printing you know somewhere close to twenty trillion dollars altogether worldwide. That that's probably going to continue. And every single time the market goes down twenty percent, at least the past two times it's gone down twenty percent. The S and P. They've pumped the printing presses. They did it in the last quarter of 2018. They did it again, obviously, for the pandemic. And because everything is so intertwined from a derivative standpoint, from the debt standpoint to, to everything and the pensions, they can't afford to have basically you know Humpty Dumpty fall down because they're never going to be able to put them back together again. So they're going to have to keep printing this unless we get to the point where they do usher in the Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, where they try to get everybody on a central bank digital currency. And so long term, you know, with all these disastrous plans and you've got an index, what is, you know, the Biden regime focusing on? I just read an article yesterday. It was something to the effect of, you know, we just named, you know, new Senate banking committee head says Wall Street will have to prioritize climate change and racism. Like that's the first thing the Senate banking committee had said that they're going to do when they get in office. So yippee. Um, I mean, we probably should just, I mean, it'd be great to give all the black people all the uh, all the reparations and then they can get an economics lesson when, you know, the entire currency collapses. And But, you know, this is, I think, long-term very bullish. Uh, you know, short run, I mean, I wouldn't even put it past the Biden regime to try to ban Bitcoin and probably, probably be a bad move. Uh, I mean, definitely be a bad move, but it probably would be obviously a negative move in the short run, but long run. You know, government makes lots of things illegal. It makes the price goes up long term. Only 21 million Bitcoin. So long term, you know, very, very bullish on it. Short term, I mean, you know, it's anybody's guess. But it's hard to believe it's already been three years. And th three years ago, you had, you know, you had came to me and said, hey, let's try to figure out. I said a little over, a little over three years ago. I said, hey, how, if you got a bunch of money you made in crypto, how do you get your money into the system without getting killed on taxes and we're talking about you know like the seven figure type gain people i mean it's one thing if you've got thousand dollars of gains it's another thing if you have millions of dollars of gains and i am very bullish on it long term and so I, i'm only really you know talking about doing this for the person that has already made a bunch of money and now you you know you got your house out in the prairie and you got everything all paid off and and you know for the right person this type of planning makes a lot of sense you can bypass all capital gains give yourself an income uh, you know, there's a reason why the, a lot of the richest people in the U.S. and in the world, you know, give away all their money. And whenever they die, they say they're philanthropists because they're, you know, I wouldn't say exploiting the rules. I mean, these are what the rules are. It's very, you know, black and white what they are. And, um, you know, in the crypto space, you know, that's a really good thing. So, you know, that front's been keeping me busy. We've got the crypto IRA side of things, uh, you know, keeping us busy as well. And so people, you know, made out, you know, had, you know, had some people make out like bandits over there, uh, you know, in the short run, especially if they had a Roth IRA. And I'm not really even, you know, advocating people, you know, run out to necessarily, you know, put their money into an IRA. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people already have hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and it's the only money they have is, is there. And so for that type of person, it could make sense. But, you know, for your average listener out there, you know, just having it, you know, in your possession is, you know, very important. And so that's, an option that we have is that you could have your retirement in crypto and have it on a private key and have it so that way the man, uh, you know, couldn't necessarily take it. Yeah, that was other... one of the criteria. And going through this process, it was, uh, can I have crypto and I possess the keys? Because it's kind of like I got gold in my retirement, but it's in somebody else's safe. And then you don't have it. You know, that's that. So how... Tim did that. We're going to talk about real quick when we come back because I, I want to make sure those that don't understand how crypto works uh, don't understand if somebody else is holding it for you, it ain't yours. 
So I, you know, we'll talk about it. We'll be right back. Crimes of the Crown by Captain Mark. The Crown casts the world in shadow and claims to be our guiding light. Cowards clamor for security from boogeymen and ghost stories. While I say these hobgoblins are imaginary. I say those they propped up as our liberators are now subsisting on our bondage. I say there is freedom in the black, and that's exactly where we intend to go. The Crown banishes its own officers for exposing its crimes and tortures dissidents to the brink of madness. It dominates the globe and swallows the wealth of generations, leaving only blood and excrement. The Crown calls it piracy to explore frontiers beyond its grasp. So the time has come for us to define the conduct among pirates. I say the Crown has trampled our necks long enough. Need decentralized solutions to centralized problems? Looking for a community of like-minded scoundrels? Or just want some swag to let the crown know what you think of it? Join the conversation at pirateswithoutborders.com. We won't be hard to find. This is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends. I've run websites since 1996 and have used over a dozen web hosts in that time. Agoristhosting.com is the only one that hasn't broken my heart. Agrist Hosting's uptime and service is stellar, and their DDoS mitigation is the best I've seen. That's important because if you tell the truth in this world, you'll ruffle feathers. And some people will try dirty tricks to silence your voice. No matter what the haters hit us with, Agorist Hosting keeps our websites online. If you have a mission-critical commercial presence or a world-changing activism site, you cannot tolerate any skullduggery. So go with agoristhosting.com. Have a WordPress or blog site, but you're not satisfied with performance or uptime? Or just want raw hosting? Want to pay with Bitcoin? Agris Hosting specializes in high-performance hosting with personalized service. Go to agoristhosting.com and click on the button that says Get Hosted. That's agoristhosting.com. Yeah, the bus, it's, you know, I got to take it in. I talked to the warranty. It's like smoking and leaking and what I'm going, nope, nope. Paid for a rebuild. You guys, did, so they're, you know, we're going to have to have it worked on again. Hopefully it's not a big deal, but I'm not taking it on a long trip the way it is. So, yay. Well, we've been doing a lot of signs. Yeah, though. yay. What have you been doing? I've just been busy working. Uh, it was actually my birthday, the last sign-making day you guys had. So oh, happy I didn't, birthday. I didn't really think. I didn't know if I wanted to be in the car for like two and a half hours round trip to go out there. But I, I would like to make it out to Bob's someplace. How long are you out there for until the bus gets fixed? Yeah, no, we planned on being here till the end of the month because we, we got to go to Colorado. I'm doing uh you know, a dome thing with Aircrete, Harry, class, showing, doing, fixing stuff, and uh, getting structural engineers for him to, you know, package his thing. And then uh, Austin, and we'll go see Joby in Denver. Then we'll go to Austin, a bunch of activism and stuff there. Houston, down uh, Ron Paul's area. And then going to Boca Chica to see a Starship launch. And then uh, we'll make our way to Key West. All right, hold on. Here we're coming back. Broadcasting the latest liberty-oriented audio content 24 hours a day at LRN.FM. To be a part of the show, call 602-264-2800. 602-264-2800. And now, Ernest Hancock. And Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor. This is important information. It was part one of the criteria from the beginning is that if you're going to make crypto part of your portfolio and investment of whatever, well, then the man's going to want to know and how much and you got and how much you, when did you buy it at what and what did you sell it at and those gains and tax money. So that's one thing that you got to look. If you, you know, crypto goes up, it has to go up even precious metals. You pay premium on it. You know, heck, it's like $5, $6 on silver now. Woo! Silver went down to 20 Don't matter. You can't buy it for less than 30 anyway. So I'm just going, this is uh, the same kind of thing with crypto. You don't want the transaction fee to be more than what gain you made. You know, but uh, compared to precious metals, I'm sure it's not as much. But just like it's not bubblegum money, you got Bitcoin, you're paying Five, ten, fifteen dollars transaction fees. So you're not buying bubblegum with it, and I'm, and that was my problem. I go, you do that again, and it starts filling up blocks, and I can't move my crypto around. Screw you, 
Bitcoin Cash. And or whatever, a bunch of others that I like. Horizon, I got a bunch of that. It went from $4 or something, now it's 25 And I'm going, um, uh, good. And the reason was because of its privacy features. Well, there's more privacy features. We got Pirate Chain, R. I went through a whole bunch of stuff just to buy R, A-R-R-R, and paid more for it to get it through a private exchange. You know, so, you know, that you don't have to give up, uh, you know, kind of like ShapeShift used to work. You didn't have to give up an email. So this is, it's getting a lot of draconian you know, lockdowns on this. So I'm going, Tim, if I uh, am going to make it part of my 401k money and I get my IRA, my retirement, I said, and I, uh, Tim, put this in some crypto for me. Uh, how secret am I? You know, should I be? You know, uh, tell me how that works. Yeah, so and actually for Shapeshift, they just announced last week that they're going to back to they're going to have a DeFi model and they're going to lose all their KYC rules. So Shapeshift going forward, uh, I think is not even going to KYC people anymore. So how, just uh, well, how did they get sure away with that? Eric's got something up. To how what? Did they get away with that? What what, what do they do? What are they doing? I, I, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. It's just I just read just read their announcement. I, I think I just saw something with Eric, and it said that it's not going to be KYC anymore, and that's about the extent of what I know. So Eric Voorhees, but it sounds like we need to have him on the show. Time, you know, yeah, it's time to get him back. You know, bug the crap out of him. I want to talk about his new exchange, no KYC. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. All right, yeah. so we're on. The- yep, yep. And as I was, uh, you know, trying to figure out all this self-directed IRA stuff a few years ago, basically my criteria was, okay, what's Ernie going to complain about? And then try to make as little complaints as possible and try to figure every single thing, every single attack vector that you'd uh, complain about. And so that's, that's basically, uh, you know, the, the criteria. And so I'm also in the midst right now of creating a crypto course because people are always asking me questions about cryptocurrency. So as part of this course, one of the very first things we're going to stress is having, you know, your private keys and then showing people different ways they can do it, whether it's, you know, a paper wallet, whether it's a hardware wallet, whether it's uh, in, then how to, you know, store a private key and different ways to split it up and then different ways to, you know, inherit it and, and just some things that people haven't necessarily thought about. But, you know, in terms of Wall Street, most of Wall Street just wants to, you know, buy it on the stock exchange and, and do it that way. And for a lot of people, and for some trading purposes, it's actually, you know, pretty easy to do that from like a trading purpose standpoint, just click a button standpoint. And, uh, you know, if, and if someone doesn't have a lot of skills, maybe that's fine. But, you know, for the person that knows what they're doing and knows how to store things correctly and, you know, it doesn't need a ton of handholding, then the self-directed IRA is a, you know, a great thing. But there's certain people that, you know, you can drag a horse to water, but, you know, they're not, you're not going to make them drink. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are fine doing it the easy way, even if it's not as good. Uh, and, you know, that's sort of what I've, you know, experienced is that a lot of people just want convenience over, <laughs> over the safety. And we all know how that turns out, you know, uh, with other things. But, yeah, I have that. That is a big. Well, core, let me ask you this one point. thing: If I do this, I go. All right, I want. Um, I got a million dollars in my retirement. Of I busted my ass all my life of something, and I go. You know, I'm not feeling confident in the U.S. dollar, so I want to diversify into gold. Well, then they changed the rules here not too long ago. In the last ten years or something, you could do this ETF thing that you wanted to go buy gold and have it as retirement, you had to have somebody else holding it for you. Well, that was a big thing. No, no, no. Then you create a trust, and somehow the way the law was set up, that that trust, even though it was you, it could be in your safe in your basement or something. So they go, well, that's not legal, and you ouch, quit it, ouch, quit it, government says, and you're not supposed to something. So I'm going, okay, well, uh, crypto. You know, what about crypto? Well, if you have somebody else holding it for you, it's not yours either because you don't have the private key that controls it alone by yourself. So you go, all right, well, there's that. Then you get to where I can control it and I have the private key and I purchased it using retirement money that I get credit for. Explain that. How is it that you created a mechanism by which you get to hold the private key to the crypto? 
Yeah, I don't necessarily know why it's different than gold, but you are correct that you can't hold gold in your retirement and then you actually hold it like at your house. It's just a lot of people say that you can do that, but you can't do it. And it's pretty clearly written out in the IRS rules that you can't do that. And I got I'm not a not a tax attorney in case the SEC is is watching this. So go get your own you know consultant on that, whatever. But it's uh, you know as part of the rules, you know you are the manager of your of your LLC and then if however you want to hold that key in the safest way possible as a fiduciary for your LLC uh, you know you can you can do that and so I mean obviously you know there is compliance and there is I mean there are there is a valuation that we have to do that we have to do every year and we're, we're you know we're doing those right now and we've got to make sure that people uh, you know there, there are ways to fall into you know certain traps or things that you can't necessarily do so you can do a lot of things you can do almost anything but you know, almost anything and anything are two different things. And so, you know, there are ways to find yourself in trouble. And so we're basically trying to, you know, allow people to get into cryptocurrency without, uh, with doing it the, you know, the legit way through their retirement accounts. And, and I'm especially advocating for people that have Roth IRAs to do this because it's a tax-free gain. So, you know, we had some people who put in close to, you know, four or 5,000 bucks and now we're sitting at 34 uh, and so, you know, they've just made, you know, a ton of money on paper so far without, uh, and, and all that's tax free, which, you know, and there are a lot of people out there who have Roth IRAs or there's people that can convert their IRA to Roth IRAs. And there's other people who, you know, maybe if you make underneath a certain amount of income, so maybe if you made a bunch of money in crypto and now you just simply want to pull money out, if you, if you're single and make under, it's, it's somewhere right around like $39,000. Uh, you could pull that out without getting, with being in a zero percent capital gains rate. So a lot of these, you know, people who are bragging about not paying taxes, you know, if they're only if they're making less than forty thousand, even with pulling money out, then they didn't necessarily have to pay taxes anyways on their, on their capital gains. So you got that going for you. And there's just yeah, there's just a whole bunch of different things that people can do, for, and the advice is customized to their own. All right, there's different things situation. that they can do, and there's um, uh, things they should do, and we're going to talk about that when we come back. What should we be doing? What's going to happen? What's the future? Get out the crystal ball, Tim. So that's what we'll do when we come back is, uh, all right, now how did you do over the last year and the year before and this coming year, what are you setting up to do and why? Because I'm, uh, if I had a bunch of retirement, which mine isn't on anybody, nothing, you know, um, what's the control mechanisms that they have now? Because... A lot of the guys, my close friends and family and people that I know, um, went ahead and said, yeah, I think I'm going to take my cash out now, uh, if not all of it, a chunk of it, in 20, so that when Biden administration comes in and retroactively on 21 uh, and your taxes went up and uh, the Trump tax cut expires or goes away and uh, then I'd be really getting nailed in 21 if I take anything out. By taking it out in 20, then I can, you know, do something with it. And with all the inflation and money printing that they're do, doing, inflation is going to go to the roof, which means, you know, precious metals are going to go up. Crypto is probably going to go up. So whatever you lost in some tax you pay at a lower rate in 20, you're going to make up for because you chose wisely. So I want to talk about the chose wisely and uh, people that didn't take out their money to do so in 20. What are their options now? So, it, it you know, the stock market's just going to keep going up, which, one, doesn't mean anything to me because, you know, it doesn't matter anyway because it's all inflation dollars to begin with. You know, I you, you want to know how much stuff costs? Fine, check your grocery bill or go to the lumber yard. Lumber yard... You know, my son made a ramp for her kids and wanting to have some broken bones of ramp for, you know, bicycles kind of thing. And as he's building this, he goes, it was $36 for a sheet of plywood. Two-by-threes he got because two-by-fours were like $8 and something. He had two-by-threes that were $5. And I'm going, holy crap, this is only going only gonna to get it worse. So I'm, now what? People sitting in retirement, that's what killed my parents. You know, they didn't anticipate. They, you know, put in like 4 or 5% inflation rate, and it was double digits when you looked at the real numbers. And I'm going, 
You know, it just killed them. So sooner or later, it goes to they, them, those. So comment on all that stuff when we come back, okay? Okay. All right. We'll be back. And so how how's everything else going? Well, it's going good. I mean, I've been, uh, you know, really busy. Uh, a lot. I mean, Josh was staying with me for a little bit, and now he's in Puerto Vallarta, and he'll be back here probably in like a week. So getting a lot done while he's not here. Michael, will, Miguel Gotti will be here in about half an hour, and we'll start, you know, getting ready in that crypto course that we're building out and doing. I'm getting a lot more aggressive with my clients' portfolios from a perspective that you'd like in terms of, and I'm, I'm, I mean, a lot of my most aggressive clients now are close to, you know, between Bitcoin and gold are, you know, close to 50% right now. So, and I'm, we're preparing for the end game in the financial system right now. And I think with the Biden regime coming in, you know, we're going to have a debt supernova. So, yeah, all, all things I'm sure we can talk about. All right. No, this is, you know, yeah, this is what we need to know what we're going to do now. Because I, I, I was, yeah, just a hip shoot idea i'm like get it all out of the man's control whatever and go buy some real stuff because here we go you know bottom line so let's see what your version of that is all right here we go and now live from the studios of freedoms phoenix ernest hancock and tim pachote the liberty advisor of bison so we're going to have gerald salente on uh tomorrow yep tomorrow and um yeah, tomorrow, Joe Salente be on. He got nailed with a gold trade. He did some futures stuff in there. He went, what was it, MF Global or something? You know, Jamie Diamond. Yep. And he he goes in there and he puts in a bunch of money. And John, John Corzine. Oh, Corzine, Corzine. Okay, right, Corzine. So he goes, and it's gone. And he goes, well, what happened? Well, we learned a new word, rehypothecation. What it meant is when you give your money to these brokerages and so on, you know, to hold or to do a trade on a futures that you want to take the contract. I don't want to trade the contract. I want the gold. I'm buying it at this rate. I'm getting a good deal on it because somebody said it's going to be down. All right, well, here, I want it, you know, next month. That came, and they go, and your money's gone. What? They used their clients' money to invest in some bonds. Of, they thought the European Central Bank's going to bail out Greece or whatever the heck. With the crap, they lost all their clients' money. Well, what if you read the fine print, you find out that they use their clients' deposits as collateral for them playing, you know, the market on something else with your money. And I go, hey, man, you totally agreed. You signed it. Crooks, they took my... Yes, they did. You totally agreed. Okay? Well, you don't want to get in that kind of situation. You want to have it. It's your money. You decide what happens. If you screw it up, that's your problem. Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor. So... Now we're looking at what strategies. We're getting into this going to be super inflation, super taxes, a super, super duper. And what do you, what's what's your plan there, Tim? Yeah, to your point during the break, you know, we do. I did have uh, some clients that chose to, you know, convert IRAs to Roth IRAs and some clients that had really high incomes that were probably going to be in the crosshairs of the Biden regime. So, I mean, he's Biden's already talked about anyone over 400,000, they're going to uh, basically jack up taxes on because, you know, basically that's a, a level where not very many people make that. So it's a very easy thing to say, hey, we're going to, you know, target, you know, half of 1% of, of Americans. Tax so if rich. you're in that spot, what we did for some people is we chose to pay the taxes now uh, and some of their IRAs, and that way all future gains would be tax-free. And these are people who, you know, done a pretty good job and oh, an amazing job by, you know, speculating on some of the, you know, biggest gains of the, of the past, you know, 10 years. So, you know, for them, they'd rather just be done with it, pay the taxes now and not have to worry about it. Not to say they can't, you know, change the rules in the future on this stuff, because it seems like, you know, if they can, they will. And, you know, that's that's something else to be cognizant of. You, you had mentioned, too, uh, you know, that you're. Uh, that your son was going to the store to buy two by fours and they were super expensive. And that could be one reason why, you know, housing prices might not necessarily collapse because if you want to go build a new house, it could cost a ton of money because all the inputs and commodities could be going through the roof. And when it comes to the financial stock markets, I mean, really, I mean, I don't really think it could, the stock market, they can't really afford to have it go down by too much pretty much at all but anytime it goes down by more than 20 i mean i would expect a massive amount of money printing 
and I could you could see the stock market at infinity just because of how much they they print. But I am a bigger fan of of uh, you know right now of, of crypto and Bitcoin and and you know and obviously Bitcoin has a lot of problems in terms of you know fees. But I think the average person who's buying it for the first time has no idea about that. And I did see an article yesterday with Kim.com, the Jamie Redman article on Bitcoin.com where uh, Kim.com was talking about how he thought Bitcoin Cash was undervalued relative to Bitcoin because it does like 10% of the transactions, but it's only 1% of the price. And obviously, you know, the transaction fees and everything else this audience already knows. Uh, yeah, so in, in terms of, you know, where the inflation is, I mean, I think a lot of the inflation are in the assets that I want to have my clients owning, you know. So if you want to have retirement assets that pay you income, if you want to have cash flow, that is where the inflation is. It's in the financial assets. It's in the stock market. It's in, uh, you know, it's showing up in Bitcoin. It's showing up, you know, in the two by fours. It's showing up in, you know, any sort of positive yielding, you know, bond or cash flow. It's just, it's, that is where the inflation is. And they can't allow things to go down uh, because the whole system will go down. But now I think if the system were to go down, not if, but when the system goes down, they wanted to have their people in control. And so the last thing they wanted to do was have all this collapse underneath Donald Trump. And then he gets to remake America in his own image. Uh, because, I mean, you take a look at Cloward and Piven, which were two teachers that Obama had at Columbia. And their plan was to overwhelm the welf welfare system, collapse things, and then rebuild America in their image. And so the worst case scenario possible, and, and I had warned about this, you know, four years ago, and I'm you know, pretty sure I didn't say that on your show, was to you know, have a, you know, get too cocky, have, have Trump be a one-term presidency, and then it goes back over to, uh, you know, and I was actually talking about Hillary back then, but then it goes right back to the Democrats and it collapses underneath their, underneath their watch, but then Republicans get the blame for, you know, basically at this point, I mean, they're going to get blamed no matter what, obviously, but now that they can just say, hey, things are going great, and then, you know, Trump messed everything up, and, and, and so now they get the dual whammy of, having things collapse, not taking the blame and then, you know, rebuilding all this socialism and having a central bank digital currency that's then tied to universal basic income and a whole bunch of stupid stuff. And I think the stupid has only just begun. It's going to get a lot worse from a, you know, money printing standpoint going to be, I mean, this would be the good old days when we only had, you know, a trillion dollar deficit, uh, which, which is obviously a lot more than a trillion last year. But I mean, it was almost a trillion dollar deficit just, you know, last month in December alone last year. And so I am looking at, you know, obviously higher taxes, obviously, you know, they, they want to have things like, you know, all these green new energy, uh, you know, different proposals. And it's just going to be, I think, very wild from a money printing standpoint around the world. And, you know, just everyone, you know, brace, brace yourselves. And, and so that's why I'm looking at you know having a not looking at i have a great rate reset portfolio that we've changed things up and i'm getting a lot more aggressive with my clients right now and in terms of aggressive aggressive on you know conserving their purchasing power and so i've just gone in uh you know a lot more aggressive into into cryptocurrencies with my clients a lot more aggressive into gold and gold mining stocks and then in terms of the general stock market i'm not super optimistic in the short term i think there could be you know a gigantic pullback but then i think any pullback would be followed up by a ton of money printing so i'm sort of looking for that as an as an entry point and just the general stock market the s p 500 the pe ratio which that means like let's say if you're earning if you're earning one dollar as a company and your stock trades for twenty dollars or let's say it trades for fifteen dollars your pe is fifteen so fifteen dollars is the stock price divided by one dollar in earnings your pe is fifteen historically that's what it's been Right now, it's a 38. I mean, one of the highest, you know, pretty much ever besides dot-com bubble and the immediate aftermath of 2008. Of the, pretty much like the only time why? it's ever been higher. Why? Why? Why is it so high? Why? Because the companies actually earned less money last year, so they, they thought I know, the S&P... Why, but why are people, the stocks still going up? Why is it such a high, you know, earnings rate against their... their um, you know, what is it against? Their, their their profit, their sales, their market share. You know, what, earnings. You know, so earnings is what? Just uh, gross sales? Or I mean, you know, what what's the number? 
it's you know everything you you know how much money you made minus profit. how much money you spent. Okay, so it's profit. Yeah, so. Okay, so profit. We got profit and debt, and uh, the debt's put on off on another book that uh, we don't look at that. We do whatever, and all of a sudden we got a, a big giant valuation. Valuation of the stock that's way out of the norm for what profit you made. Why? Well, the easy answer is we printed a bunch of money. I mean, don't tell Jerome Powell this because he recently testified that there's no correlation between money printing and the stock market, which, you know, obviously that's the most pants on fire statement, you know, I pretty much have ever heard. And so it's sort of, and so they were expecting the, the analysts were expecting the S&P 500 to have, I think it was right around like $140 a share of earnings in 2020. They ended up having a hundred and yet the stock market, the S&P went up like 15%. So you could be right from a valuation standpoint and, and knowing that, Hey, these guys are full of crap. There's no way they're going to hit this. They didn't hit it, but yet the market still went up. And so companies are earning less. People are paying more. The, we printed like 20% of the entire monetary supply uh, last year that's right, ever been printed. Down. When we come back, we're going to find out why. What's going on? We'll be right the back. The overall picture in the real estate market today is one of frustration when you take many factors into consideration. Because they can. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, how can they? You know, I mean, see, when you have a stock market that shoots up in the middle of all this, there's, you know, one of a couple of reasons. One, it's manipulated up, or there's the demand for something. You know, all these hedge funds or foreign nations or sovereign debt or something, they're buying the U.S. stock market. And I'm going, okay, then there's another why. And then it's just, uh, you know, it's manipulated in whatever different ways. Or they change some law, or there's some tax benefit, or there's, there's something. What's driving the stock market up? And then you get, you know, guys come up and they say, Eh, money printing has nothing to do with it. Well, they wouldn't be buying it if they didn't have the money. And why do they have all this extra money? Who has the extra money? Who's buying this stuff just to get? Because what I'm looking at is America's being bought. And it's being bought with, you know, just we printed it money. And that gets back to Renee Houlihan's shirt where it says the Fed did it with an arrow down and dollar amount. And I asked her on camera one time, I go, well, the Fed did it. Did what? She goes, printed paper and bought gold with it. And I went, wow, that was the most concise explanation of what's happening. So when you got 30 40% of mortgages is on the Fed's balance sheet, I'm going, one, they shouldn't have anything on the balance sheet, much less everybody's home. So what's going to happen is things go to crap, and they go, and eh, it's all ours now. Thanks for playing. They rake it in off the table. You know, I, they went all in, and it's theirs. So why? You know, how how is it that we're playing into that? Who's benefiting? Where does this come from? And it, and it seems to me that because of the way they manipulate investments and your retirements and what you can and can't buy and how, and, and they may get some stragglers out there, temperature clients that are getting their, crypto uh private keys and maybe they can store a little bit of this or they got a little bit of that but in general people are just throwing it into their iras and their 401ks that's where the money is and it's going to be taken from them and all these advances and big giant oh you don't want to take it out now you'll get nailed on taxes oh you don't want to you know well yes i do because it's sitting there and they're going to take it just like they're doing in europe they're doing it in France. They're doing it because that's where the money is. So I'm, I'm, I, and the reason the stock market is high is because why? Because somebody's paying it. Why are they paying it? Because they got the money to pay it, you know, for it. Well, who's that? You know, is it other banks? Is it, uh, you know, hedge funds? Is it, you know, like you get Tesla goes on the S&P, and I think you nailed this back when they can't put them on because they can't afford the price. You know, so they got to drive it down some way and split it up. And then he gets on. It's just I anybody that's playing stock market, I think, is just, you know, playing mumbly peg with knives, you know, with blind kids or something. I it, It's just dumb. So you tell me why I'm wrong when we come back, okay? Well, I don't think you're wrong, so. Well, I explained. You know, it's going up. I, 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 it, it makes no sense. It makes sense if you know they're going to rip you off. You know, I'm, I'm, 
I, I'm telling you, man, I see the this it's neon flashing light of you need to be buying food. You're not buying enough food. And well, I think that, yeah, that's very interesting. You got a basement full of food. Oh, you don't have food? You want a commodity that's going to go up in value? Beans. All right, here we go. What's up next? Visit the Liberty Radio Network program guide to find out at shows.lrn.fm. That's shows.lrn.fm. Roads? It's the Ernest Hancock Show. Where we're going, there aren't any roads. Yeah, there's going to be some interest. May you come to the attention of important people and live an interesting life. Yeah, that's like a Chinese curse. You know, I... Yeah, well, we're going to come, uh, certainly Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, is going to come to somebody's attention because he'd be making somebody some money based on knowledge of what. Well, in the break, you know, I'm pontificating on uh, it's going to get bad. It's going to get a lot where I, I, the reason you have the stock prices so high and way outside of what their earnings have been, their profits, it's because uh, people have the money and they're putting it over there. Why? I, because I, they think it, it's better than somewhere else, I guess. And I'm going, I, I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm thinking that I want to have it in commodities. You know, a big giant hunk of copper sitting on my back porch or something. You know, I, I, I got, you know, food. You know, you got food. What about ammo? Yeah, people that bought a bunch of ammo and you made fun of them. You ain't making fun of them now. You know, I remember when a $14 box of 22 longs, you know, 500 rounds of just a little box of 22s, about three-inch cube. You can get it at Walmart. You go down to the gun show, and you sell it for $75. You know, this is and, – and that was then. What do you think is happening now? What happens when the Biden administration starts going after guns? Oh, you know they will, you know, one way or another. It's going to be your ability to resist. All right. What do we need to be getting, Tim? You know, how are we structuring, calling you to do what? How are you helping us? Well, you had, uh, you know, also mentioned, you know, why is the money going into the stock market and why are all these assets going up in price? I mean, so, I mean, when you have, I mean, every week you've got, you know, millions of Americans are putting money into their 401k. You've got, you know, company, some companies actually are still earning money and that money has to go somewhere. So it can either go into a bank account earning nothing. It can go into a bond paying close to nothing. It can go into, you know, silver or gold. You know, sometimes it can go into crypto, you know, potentially a small amount of it is, and it's still making the price go up, you know, or it can go into real estate or the stock market. And so you've got, you know, basically those options by and large. And so the money has to go somewhere and people are realizing, hey, I, you know, I don't, I've got nowhere near enough safe for retirement. You know, the stock market's rip, rip roaring every year. And you've got all these people who, you know, have already forgot about 2008 and just putting, you know, tons of m new money into the stock market to keep chasing it higher. And so then, then as it gets higher, then that breeds sort of more momentum onto itself. And it becomes this, you know, whole feedback loop. And people didn't have to really learn any hard lesson in March because the, mar the painful lesson was only a few months and then things went right back up in pretty spectacular fashion. Like I can't even, like, I'll be honest, I did not see that coming. I thought it was going to be, you know, at least like a three to five year, 2008, maybe down 60% type environment because, you know, I mean, I had thought Biden was going to lose and actually maybe we should do this on air sometime, but uh, I am owed uh, a Trump dollar from Dr. Frank for, and, and I'm not like really saying this gleefully because you know, I'm not, you know, super excited about the Biden regime getting in there and not feeling super safe with all the stuff I've said over the years. But uh, I am owed a Trump dollar by Dr. Frank. So I'll need to see. I'll be holding on to that one. I won't be putting that one into the stock market. And, you know, personally, you know, I the past three years have basically only been putting money into Bitcoin and 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 uh, some silver and and food. And, you know, I just recently bought some more storable food and and to your point during the break that you were talking about, you know, food is more, you know, one of the most important things you should be doing. Yeah. I mean, if you have a thousand bucks, you know, where should that thousand bucks go? It should go to food. I mean, that's, an, or, you know, learning how to garden, learning how to, you know, have some sort of sustainability. I mean, I've got this tower garden thing where I can grow plants and I, and I know how to use it. And it, and it cause it's, it, you don't want to learn how to farm, you know, after you know when you really need it you need to learn how to do this stuff ahead of time not to make a little plug on that um, but yeah the money's got to go somewhere it's been going into 
the financial assets. I think that's where the inflation is. And the next time the market goes down, we'll probably see more money printing again. And, and you're right. I mean, the stock market is a very dangerous game at this point. And who knows? Maybe they're looking to collapse it now that the Biden regime will be in there and then they get to rebuild it underneath their own image. And and we'll have some Klaus Schwab, you know, build back better, great reset going on here. And, and it's funny, the great reset. I mean, what's their slogan? Build back better. And what's Biden's slogan? Build back better. I mean, it's like they, they're not even you know hiding it What they're, you know, you know, who's really. You know, well, what is that? Here. What is their plan? You you read his book, didn't you? Yeah. Well, their plan is what? We're going to build it back better by what? By having a smart city global control grid where they track, trace, and surveil you, and you own nothing, you'll have no privacy, and you'll be happy. I mean, I think that was even you know what he said. So, you know, it's it's all there. It's a planned controlled demolition. Uh, you know, a good, another great guest for you to have on would be uh, Charlie Robinson if you haven't had him on yet. Uh, you know, he he's part of the union of the unwanted, one of the hosts. And Charlie he wrote a book Robinson. With Jeff called. So Charlie Robinson from what? I tell Donna get Charlie Robinson on. What, what, what am I telling her? I can I can, I, can, I can hook you up. I've got I've got his number. All right, but well, uh, it's a, Mac, Mac, the Macroaggressions podcast. He he's uh, he's on David Ike's network and he's an Anarcha Poco speaker. Wrote a couple books, um, and the, the last one he co-authored with Jeff Berwick, and it was called The Controlled Demolition of the American Empire. So you know, very fitting for everything that's going on, and it, it is a controlled demolition. I mean, they are. They uh, bankrupted a lot of people who, I guess, weren't in the stock market, but everybody else who had to, you know, lose their jobs and because of this whole thing. And it's, you know, I think that, you know, I feel like every year we're going to look at the year before is like the good times because it seems like a lot of things are getting worse from, uh, you know, our freedoms perspective. And they just kicked Trump off of off of YouTube. And I'm sure you probably saw that already. And, uh, you know, somewhat I'm somewhat glad because, you know, not the Monday morning quarterback, but Trump should have been doing interviews with alternative media should have been pumping these alternative sites should have left the Republican party as soon as he got in there, but he decided to hang around with a bunch of snakes and get a bunch of people that hated him close to him because, you know, supposedly as trusting the plan, you had to keep your enemies closer. And last night I had this epiphany and I was like, wait a minute, the Capitol Hill protesters, a lot of them were the Q people and Q actually did not talk about, and I'm, I'm not a Q guy. I've been ripping on Q pretty much since day one, even though my initials are trust the plan. And it's funny because Q never talked about going in and storming the Capitol. It was, you know, we're going to have like this, you know, 10 day thing of actually, I don't think he even got into that. But it's funny because at the very end, the Q people stormed the Capitol and that actually wasn't part of the plan. So they, they got to the very end and they didn't trust the plan. And now look what's going on. And, but, you know, I still get some people like Bob Stanley who are still saying that this is all part of the plan and we had to, you know, expose all these people first and just wait and wait till January 17th. It's all happening that day. Oh, and then really? 17th. They got a date and it's that close to 20th? They're waiting until January 17th. That's that's the day now? Yeah, and then actually I think it was three January 17th ago, I think is when Bob Stanley bet you and I a steak dinner that the Federal Reserve would be shut down. So uh, so with interest now, I don't know if that's two steak dinners that we get because we're still <laughs> waiting on it. Uh, but, yeah, we'll still see. You know what? I hope, I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that, you know, the Federal Reserve is shut down or whatever, but I'm, I'm not holding my breath. And the thing is, and to your point, I, I don't care about ending the Fed, ignoring the Fed, because they're going to end themselves. They're going to – you know, they've already taken on so much debt that there's, you know, that they're in this black hole of always having to buy more and printing more in order to keep the interest rates down. And we have seen the interest rates going up a little bit. You've seen the Fed balance sheet going down just the tiniest of bits. And, uh, I, and I believe they're going to have to keep ramping things up even more because, you know, the Republicans are printing money like it was going out of style. And you think that now that the Democrats, I mean, where the Republicans' argument is going to be, oh, we can't. You know, our debt is so unconscionable. Oh, How can God. we leave our grandkids with this? As they, you know, absolutely. I believe anything they say. It doesn't matter. I don't believe. I don't believe in the institution of the government that we have. I, 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 there's no level of anything that's doing me any good. You know, they're not keeping me from being locked down. They're not keeping my businesses open. They're not, you know, freeing me. They're not. They're the oppressor. You know, of all the things I'm supposed to be afraid of. They're doing it. So I'm going, oh, yay, let's support that because I'm Team USA Incorporated. I, I, I'm, I'm, 
this is going to get really bad. And I, I it's a, it all. Bob wanted to make a sign. Sooner or later, it's always a food thing, you know. So it's going to be a food thing. So if you're not learning to plant and have it ready to go right now, whenever it's triggered and it's not available, you got like uh, maybe 60 days that you're going to have to feed yourself before crops start coming in if the rabbits and the birds didn't get it. We've been pulling, you know, Bob's out there doing bird netting, you know, his biggest project he has. So this is, I'm, it. here we go. Now what? I don't know. But here we go. You know, Tempachote, the LibertyAdvisor.com. You know, go ahead and give out your webpage exactly as it is so they know how to get hold of you, man. The LibertyAdvisor.com and for all the media stuff, the LibertyAdvisorShow.com. The LibertyAdvisor.com, the LibertyAdvisorShow.com, correct? Yep. Peace. All right, there we go. Thank you. I'm, um, yeah, I'm not seeing good coming out of this. You know, something wicked this way comes. It's going to be um, people that will side with government because they don't have anything else to do or nothing. Take from this guy, feed my family, put food on my family. And uh, them and the government are going to be the enemy of anybody that has anything. And certainly they can see it. So I'm, I I don't know. I'm probably safer on the bus and the Lone Prairie of Kiss My Ass. So I'm I'm not I'm not feeling good about this. What, what do you think is going to happen? What are you planning for for yourself? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at I've been looking on Zillow pretty much every day, trying to look at potential bug out places. But you know. I've, I mean, not that the audience wants to hear this, but I got to wait to get my taxes done first because you got to qualify for a mortgage. So, um, yeah, sort of waiting on some of that stuff then. Not that I'm ever you know, excited to do my taxes, but I am. Well, Don and I at... have been looking. I found this one 277 acres, you know, vulture mine area up there west of Wickenburg. And I'm just, it's beautiful. It's perfect. But you got to build the road. And I don't mind building the road, but when it uh, comes to BLM and I'm like, you know, am I allowed to build a road to my property? And I go, oh, yeah, sure, as long as you and it's a billion dollars and my cousin Fred here, you know. So I'm, I, I'm, it, it's governments in my way everywhere all the time. And I'm, uh, so we're, you know, if we find anything of super cool and, we're still doing due diligence on this, you know, trying to see what we can do. But um, uh, I'll let you guys know. There's a bunch of people wanting to, you know, take advantage if we find something good. And if you do, let me know. You know, we'll go in on something if I'm inclined. Okay, yeah, sounds good. And I was gonna make I was gonna make a joke when you're talking about your food, uh, talking about making the food. I'm like, yeah, how are you gonna feed your harem if you don't have any food? No, I was gonna make that joke, but <laughs> well, like, yeah, you know, if off. I come in with power, oh, that's another thing. Uh, Bob and I just got, he got 12, I think, and I got 15 uh, big 350-watt solar panels. So we're ready to do some ass-whipping. Ass-whipping. So, you know, yeah, Bob's in here. Grab which one of those. I don't know which one is. Uh, he's got work to do. Very cool. Well, I, ju- I just, Michael just got, just texted me and said he just got, just parked, so I got to get out to. All right, uh, man. Thanks. Over to him too. Talk to you later, buddy. Yep. Thank you. Yep. See you guys. Yep. Bye.